Guys, we're a man down. But while we're a man down, we gained a woman? No. No. <laughs> no. And she's not going to be here the whole time. So, we're so going she says. to talk. When the, when the women are away, the men will play ghosts. Uh, guys, we're talking back from the deduary with the Patrick Swayze 1990 classic Ghost. Guys, is this too hot to handle? Will this officially make Unchained Melody the sexiest song ever? We will find out in a very special I'm Sam Wheat edition of the review review So it might have played this. We're in Studio Fucking Nine. What is happening? <laughs> we're know. in Studio Fucking Nine. Guys, welcome I was trying to, to a laugh. very special away from uh, away from Studio A edition of the Review Review. I'm JT. I'm Coach Havens. We got to sit in. We got to sit in. A sitting duck. Sitting duck. For the first part of the show, old Shaw. Skeets from down the street. Skeeta from down the street. Guys, it's going to be a weird fucking episode. Yeah. It's weird. Because we're at Studio Beer right now. And I have to leave. And so. she has to leave At soon. the end of the podcast. Absolutely not. She's got to leave soon. So, guys, we're going to go right in to... Uh, talking about movie. ghosts at the top of the hour? Top of the hour! Oh, top of the hour! Shit! Top of the hour! Uh, it's the definitely hour not going to be the top of the hour. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all! No way! 28 minutes in! No way! I'm really curious if the theme song played, because I did not see any bars jump up when I played it. What is happening? Well, fun. then you just heard us going... <laughs> yeah. While Chaw spit her fucking beer all over beer me. beer everywhere and then laugh. I don't even get it. Fucking, yeah. So guys, <laughs> hey. you guys, Dustin is the Academy Award nominees. Nope. Came out this week. I bet okay. I've seen none of them. Uh, same. What's an Academy Award? I'm really, I really an want Oscar? to push to do the Academy Award winner again this year so you can shit on... Nomad? Oh, Nomad? Was that Nomad? Yeah, it was Nomad Land. Land? Where the lady oh, shit, shit in the bucket. shit in a bucket. Fuck that yeah, lady. Cole, yeah, Cole. <laughs> Cole's go to line. Oh, no. Nobody wants to watch an old woman take a shit in a bucket. That was his go to line. Yeah, fucking And we should have put it on a t shirt. You guys are making bank on this Patreon every month, and you ain't making any t shirts. Hello, uh, is this good? Um, I eat pudding in bed. Oh, I forgot about putting in bed. Oh. When you... You... Okay, never mind. I can't get into it. Uh, (laughs) You were so mean about eating in bed. And? Weeks later, it's announced. You You always eat in bed. I always eat in bed after the podcast because I'm so drunk I go home and eat. (laughs) Oh, I hit my tooth. Psycho. Last you week it was a hot ham and egg sacco? sandwich. Jesus. Did you just say sacco or sacco? Did you say sacco or sacco? I said sacco. Guys. 
Phil Sacco. Sacco? Phil Sacco. Guys. Okay, what? We got the best picture. I'll put, I'll put the best picture nominee out. Just to give you guys a little taste of what we, we could possibly make a wash in the near future. Alright. The nominees for best picture are Belfast. Never Kay. seen or heard of it. Never. Coda. Nope. Never seen or heard of it. Don't Look Up. Yes. Oh. Seen, seen and heard of it. Uh, drive My Car. Never seen or heard of it. Nah, nah, nah. Dune. Oh. Guys. Heard it was shitty Dune. by my favorite, Shut uh, my Shut favorite person on this Shut podcast. Wow! I will open my whore mouth so wide that your dick couldn't fit in it. Uh, Holy shit, oh what the fuck? <laughs> you are not allowed on this podcast anymore. Uh, King Richard. Never, the, uh, never heard of him. Dad movie King that, Dick. That Will Smith is trying to win an Oscar for. Wait, Venus and Serena Williams are in it? No. It's, Wait, it's, it's, what? It's Venus and Serena Williams' story as told by like their dad's point of view. His name is William? Was, yeah. He's Richard Williams. Oh. oh. It was on HBO Max. It was one of those movies that they put out on... It's uh, like 30 Days. Yeah, the 30 Day thing. It's like the first attempt to try and win an Oscar. No, okay. I didn't watch it either. No, thanks. But, uh, uh, no. So King Richard there, Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. What oh, my God. Fuck. My favorite movie. I'm like, oh, you, you, love, you love watching uh, 20-year-old women trying to fuck 15-year-old guys? Licorice literally pizza. sounds like my past, and now I feel very sad. Oh, my God. What are we digging into? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a nominee for this year. Oh, so, God. A story between a 20-year-old woman Not and a okay. 15-year-old kid. Uh, Nightmare Alley? I saw that, and I bring that up at the, for open watching. Uh, the Power of the Dog? <gasps> oh. That's in there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's a good one. West Side Story? Nope. Okay. No, thank you. I kind of want to so, check that out. There you go. There's all, there's Shut all up. the nominees for Best Picture. The winner of that we may review at a later date. I hope it's licorice pizza. Oh, I hope I... it's not. What the fuck? <laughs> and I need to be on it so I can let you guys know what it's really. What are you like. gonna leave halfway through it too? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be on this part. You fuck. You fuck. So there you go, guys. There's all the nominees for best picture for the Academy Awards. I will Awards. literally. Uh, so check that out when it comes out. Uh, I also have news. I got some Bob Saget news, guys. Oh my god, ah. I read this today. He passed away not so long ago. They just gave a cause of death. So sad. Out of nowhere. Yeah. He, he died from a brain bleed after just randomly hitting his head. What the fuck? He just like hit his head on something and was like, whatever, went to bed and then died. Yeah. What the fuck? In like, the back like, of his head. Yeah, and it was like, He probably just sat back too far on his bed and like hit his head on the thing and then it was like, whatever, I'm yeah. gonna lay down and then just... Makes went, me terrified to live. Yeah, and to die. Right, that is true. And then you go to sleep. I hit my head. I hit my head at least two times a week. I got kicked in the face this weekend, and I went to bed. Right, you're not woken up. Right. Well, you're also not sixty something. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. You made it seem like. Well, I mean, who would care? No, 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 no. You're also not famous, so nobody cares. That's no. I was saying you're not. What TV show were you on? Yeah. I'd be on Shaw's bits. You want to know? Yeah, you would. You're on that level. <laughs> but you want to know Pat? You'd be like waving Amy Poo. Pa- R.I.P. Pat the other day came up to me. Oh, I said, don't want Pat stories. No, 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 no. She said, so what was the reason John Stamos died? 
John Stamos. <laughs> and I said Pat. It was Bob Saget. That is such a Pat. Same same TV you. show. Wrong guy. <laughs> then she went and had sex on a gym floor. Oh my what? god. What? Oh. Wait. We're recording. What? Does anybody listen to this? Yeah, a lot of enough people listen to this where you should not have said that. What was this not a thing? (laughs) Do people not have sex on gym floors? I. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Am sure. Uh, That Obi Wan series, guys. You looking forward to Obi Wan? I Kenobi. Didn't even know. Is this after Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I saw. I have not even watched any of Book of Boba. I haven't even watched Mandalorian, guys. Yeah, well, you right. suck. Well, guys, Timothy Olyphant's in that first second. Oh. There's an Obi Wan oh. Kenobi series coming out on Disney Plus. It's wet. Uh, and oh. they finally set a date for it. Okay. May 25th. May the 25th be with you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, God, where and, am I? Uh, for those that don't know. Uh, Ewan McGregor's coming back as Obi Wan. Ooh! So, Ooh! I, I never saw him as that. Ooh! It got a new guys, so get ready for it. Charles excited. I'm yeah. so excited. So I can puke. so excited. I can tell. I'm so excited. I so excited. Fuck off. I just so. Oh, I was oh, no. got it. Don't even bring. You it. are worse don't than don't, me. Don't the Patreon characters into. Oh, sorry. It's a different. Uh, we're in the same building. They're still here. Trake's here. It's Fake Trake. Brought up that a person that we kind of know has sex on a gym floor. So okay, you. Hey, you're making it please. worse. Oh no. <laughs> you're making it worse. You said it first. I said nothing. You did. I said it's normal to have sex on gym floors. No, you. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't it? I think I'm the only person who knew that as well, so <laughs> now everyone knows. No one knows, except for everyone. God. I feel sick and betrayed. <laughs> anyway. Guys, Love it. Futurama. Yes. Oh, I heard about this. Futurama's coming back. Oh. We'll like call, for new we'll shit? Yeah. Oh my fucking yep. god, Ben is gonna lose his fucking mind! Can't fucking wait. So, guys, get ready for more Futurama. In the future, Super pumped. Mama. Is that what, what? their slogan is? Did, or? No, that's not their thing, is it? No, I, that's, Please. That's, that's, that's what, what you I just said. said? I said. That's what I just get said. Get ready for more Futurama in the future. Mama. I fucking hate you. I'm the only one in here that that's a mom, so I just feel weird that you're talking to me specifically. Come on, mama. mama. Come on, mama. 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 Mama, mama. I'm coming home. Come on, mama. To Hulu. That's it. Am I coming home? Yeah, I do. Uh, you do? Pete Davidson called Kim Kardashian his girlfriend for the Are first time since being linked. Since last year, he finally said it. They are boyfriend and girlfriend. Guys, and Kanye West is puking. They fucked. Well, of course they fucked. Are you kidding me? He's got oh. a fucking nine foot schlong. He's got BDE. BDE, baby, big dick energy. Whoa. Whoa. First podcast I was ever on with you guys, we talked about his big gigantic oh, wiener. Good. God. 
It was the Beauty and the Beast one too. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Why? It was perfect. It was a perfect segue into Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Pete Davidson's Pete big Davidson's schlong, big ten fucking inch schlong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that big. I don't want to see how big his dong is. I don't need. It's either. bigger than my face. Way bigger. Ew! Imagine if somebody's dog was only that big. If I wore That's it for sunglasses. Oh. Lady Gaga sunglasses to come out to here. What the fuck? All right. What news do you have? I have no news, guys. I never have news. What are you talking about? No news is good news. Um, That's what they always say, right? Stop. Um, stop acting a smart. Oh, Ooh, a trailer. Four. They put out a full-fledged trailer. Jurassic World. Yes, Dominion! Oh. Guys, I'm not the kind of person that gets super excited over like these like pretty uh, like nostalgic fan film type franchises. Yes. This movie looks badass as fuck. Yeah, it fucking does! Dude. I'm so excited to see this movie. I haven't seen it, goddammit. It's so goddamn good. Lacey just tagged it. Oh, uh, tagged me in it today. If you didn't see Fallen Kingdom, it was full of the Fallen Kingdom dancing. But I've seen Fallen Kingdom. Basically, all the dinosaurs are loose now. Yeah. Dinosaurs be acting. They be going cray cray. Yeah. Aren't they like playing cards at a table with somebody at some point yeah. in the movie? Dinosaurs are wilding out. They're wilding the out. Cards are play- no, the, the, the cards are playing? The cards are playing dinosaurs. It's dinosaurs crazy. Shut up. I'm on number four. Dinosaurs okay. are wilding out. I think they're doing like dinosaur races. Maybe. Yeah, they got, they're like betting on dinosaur races. Like they're like ranchers, like trying to like ranch hand fucking stuff all sources or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But guys, dude, it cannot go crazy. right. It can't go right. It's going crazy, and it, it's going so crazy. They gotta bring the gang back. Ooh. They gotta bring back. Is Blue coming back? Elliot Sadler. They gotta bring back fucking Alan Grant. They gotta bring back <gasps> fucking Ian Malcolm. No. You gotta. You gotta. Sorry, guys, that was probably it is red loud. Fucking <laughs> nuts. I bet they're all gonna die. God damn it. it looks, this movie looks like it's five hours long. If Jeff Goldblum so doesn't fucking, die, I'm gonna be pissed. There's so many fucking uh, aspects. Like, yeah, places that they go to in this shit. I'm like, where? How the fuck are you gonna fit all this in this movie? They're it. only there for eight minutes at a time. God. I love it. Dude, I, I can't it. wait. This movie looks fucking Let's insane. all go see it at the movies together. This sounds like, oh my god. I do want to see it. It, it definitely has piqued my interest. We're all going to go see it together. Let's yes. Let's go see it together. Every now. single one of us in this town. And Pat. In this town and Pat. Why do you we'll keep bringing this. Pat up? Oh, I keep bringing her up. You brought her up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I did bring her up. God damn it. I didn't mean oh, to bring her up. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, no, sounds great. I love it. Let's all, as a podcast family, go see it. There you go. So, guys. What, what, when's it coming out? I think it's June. Summertime. You kidding yes. me? Yes. Summer, summer, summertime. Oh it's summer. Well, there you go. That's, summer, that's summer, summertime? In terms of How news, white are you? That's the end of it. The end of the news. Fuck you, well, Cha. Do we Fuck, have you any- can't run a fucking podcast with Cha and me on it. Oh, shit. This is fucking I brutal. Like I feel like I'm wrangling dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, how many dinosaurs are you? Oh, wrangling? no. Oh, my God. Who's this? This is Jumbo Bucket's little sister. <laughs> oh, my God. Tiny Buckets. Tiny Buckets? Like the movie Tiny Soldiers? <laughs> I was Stop. supposed to start. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, 
Which is actually small. Tiny space. buckets. No. Mama let me. <laughs> Mama let me out for just one night. Tiny buckets. Mama let what? I'm in the ninth grade and you're in the sixth, so I'm allowed to be out past eight. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tiny, tiny buckets. Tiny buckets. You're the older sister of, of Jumbo buckets. But Jumbo's bigger but than Jumbo, you. Jumbo's, Jumbo's younger than you. Jumbo buckets weighs three thousand pounds. Yeah, how does she weigh? Two. That was a 990 pounds. Oh, <laughs> no! Person. No! You're taking up a lot of space. Tiny buckets. <laughs> Please roll, roll me out here. Mama's looking. Mama's looking? How, was, how, how big is Mama? She's 495,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, shit! Wait, is this a weird episode of What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, my God. Do I have to burn this place down? Well, we can't lift her out. Wake up, mama! Oh no! If she dies, mama, wake up! No, tiny buckets, you better leave. I think your mom's gonna. I think your mom's gonna burn. I'm out of here. Tiny. What the tiny? Tiny buckets. Ah, gross! What was that nasty noise and smell? Just pass gas on your way out. I think tiny buckets blew her way out from her asshole. I think. Oh my god! What is? That fucking Edinburgh PD shirt. Oh, no. Give me a light. <laughs> Give me a light. Oh, Holy Sorry. shit. Tiny Buckets making an appearance. Woo! Oh, I, God. I didn't even barely see her. I was taking a You're shit. Really to see her. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, you just missed Tiny Buckets. I know. I saw her on her way out. She left a slime trail. What? Anyway. She looked like she was part snail. <laughs> she was... <laughs> She was jobbing the hut. Does she, she Jabba the hutting? Does she go into her hole? It might be like a Madam Web scenario where she might have one leg. And what the fuck is happening? I don't even know anymore. Well, what is happening? Maybe next time Jumbo Humanitarian Buckets will come clear up why his sister is only 10 pounds lighter than him. Yeah, maybe. But it's also odd. called Tiny, but it's also odd. their mom is like... Planet sized. I'm just saying, guys. And odd. then she's part snail. Jumbo's on vacation. He's on vacation. Speaking yeah. of which, there's been people talking about where where um, Cozy Jack's been. Really? Literally, like uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Connor Hopkins, put out a a, 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 a missing sign for what? <laughs> you didn't see this? No, is this Cozy Jack's been gone yeah. for way too long. Sign for Cozy Jack. Shit. Uh, guys. Guys. So hashtag where's Cozy? We gotta find this son of a bitch. Guys, we need to... This oh, needs... He definitely can't find us here. No, he has no idea where no, we're at he here. No he's we're never been to at. Studio E slash Studio Beer yeah. slash Highway 20 Brewery. Anything, slash probably, Studio 9. If anything, he's probably at... Uh, <laughs> he's, he's at Troy's house. At Troy's house. I'm done. Oh, oh, uh, oh, my God. I have ten minutes. And 40 minutes of beer <laughs> That means you're here till the end. So, Superfan Hopkins put out a, a wanted sign or a missing? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. <clears throat> I can't find it on Twitter anymore. That's amazing. I know he put it up, though. Well, while we're all looking at our phones, I'm going to go fill my beer to create very good podcast material oh, here. Oh, fantastic. But 
Yeah, I don't see it. I know he put it up though. But anyways, guys, Cozy Jack's gone. We don't know where he is. Uh, so since we've already had a character join us, let's just go on a listener mail. I think so. Listener mail. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. Wait. No, wait. We do have a bit. Well. Oh yeah, we got a bit. We have a bit of a bit. We have a. Do we have a uh, quote unquote? Chaws bit. Guys. We have a Chaws bit. Oh my God. Play we the, do. Play, Are we gonna have play the theme song? They don't come up every time, but once in a while. Sing the theme song live. Oh! No, I can't. I said I wasn't going to. I said I wasn't going to. It was a one-off. All right. Well, Chaws here, but here we go with Chaws bits. Some deaths occurred that no one gets. So listen here for Chaws bits. Suck my dick! Oh, oh my God. Live and in living color! Came in with the last part! Came in with the last part! It was! Well, guys, I have some horrible news to report. Oh, no. Please. I don't think I can handle it. I, uh... Uh, New York lost one of its own. Oh, no. Yep. Not again. Yep. 22-year-old, 22, young man, 22-year-old New York City rapper, T.Woo. T.Woo? T.Woo. Not to be confused with Wavy Navy Poo. Oh. <laughs> T.Woo, not to be confused with Wavy Navy Poo. T.Woo, at the young age of 2020... <laughs> he was 2,022 years old? At the young age! He was born in the birth of Christ? I'm sorry, Dad. I have had too much to drink. <laughs> Tina Wu, at the young age of 22 in 2022, died after signing a record deal. The, uh. Was the cause of death? Uh, <laughs> signed it so hard. He, he signed died. it so hard he died. No, no. The rising artist, as uh, Entertainment Weekly put, was reportedly shot hours after signing his deal, according to his grandmother. Yeah. Well, um, did the grandmother shoot him? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's here's what she said. Okay, it seems like somebody called him and he went outside. The woman, whom the publication indicated had asked not to be identified, could be his grandmother. She said, I hear the four shots, three in his back and one in his head. How did he hear those? So this woman heard heard the shots, three in his back and one in his head. So she heard that they went in his back and head. Um, She's a forensic analyst. But then she said, I think. And then she said it was boom, 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 boom. Very quick, rapid shots. Hours and after signing his first record deal. There you have it. Dead at 2022. Um, dead at 2022, T.Woo. T.Woo. No relation to uh, Wavy Navy Wavy Poo. Navy Poo. Or Draco. Oh. All these or Jay Weaver. <laughs> um, so, That's we God got. bless you, T.Woo. Rest in peace. Rest in heavens T.Woo. in New York City. Hopefully the fact that we're slightly making fun of your death... I'm so sorry. Brings you to the brings you to the pearly gates in some uh, 
better fashion. Oh my god, are you gonna puke? Oh Wavy Navy puke? <laughs> Coley Navy poop? What is happening over here? Oh my god. Oh, well, guys. <clears throat> Do we have Wissner Nail? Listener. Oh, I didn't, I didn't write in, thank God. Because I'm here right now. Yeah, that's true. Well, is there anything you want to bring up now that you're here? Uh, what was last week? The crow. Oh, I think I brought it up on Twitter enough. Alright. You didn't like the crow? Oh, no, the crow was fine. The review with the cause, the counting. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did a lot of quotes. Uh, Troy said a lot of funny things. Uh, Cole said something about being, might as well call me Mount St. Helens for some reason. <laughs> and Troy said, why are you going to bust? And then he said, yeah, I'm bussing, bussing. And it just didn't make, it just, it was too much. So, yeah. All right. Guys. That is, is that a letter? That is, well, I got a letter. Up here. It's, it's gonna be long. Oh my god, I only have Wait five for, minutes. Uh, here. I'm okay! Alright. <laughs> what, did you throw up in your mouth? Nobody no! Cared. I coughed and some spittum came out. Some spittum? Some spittum. You mean puke? Uh, some spoodle. Okay, anyway, this well, is guys, the longest looking thing I've ever seen. I gotta do the mail screen. Uh, hopefully, this picks up because for some reason I can't see Should I just scream? Oh, mail screen from Cha? Mail screen. <laughs> How my ears. Ah! Okay, maybe they all, maybe they both picked up, maybe none of them picked up, maybe Charles picked up. Oh, I picked up at least. Either way, it's always Either way, times two. There's probably way too much screens, times two. Uh, Either way, there's at least some. First, first letter from Sam. Friend of the show, Sam. Oh, troll God, of course it's so long. Troll the show, Sam. Name of his letter. Is it good? No, it's a fucking disgusting pickle. What? Oh! He's go. talking about bread and butters! Here we go. Oh, Why is bread and butter every lovers time over here. the three of you are divided about anything, but especially food, Joel is the only one with any fucking sense? That's not what it says. Because Just put Joel that in there. is a fucking Canadian at heart. He's a fucking poo. Bread and butter pickles good? Yes. What the fuck, you heathens? Who's this again? It's it's Sam. It's Sam. Oh, of course it's Sam. So fuck I'm off, Sam. I expected Cole to like them as he's tasteless, and of course the Chaw likes them because the most grotesque, disgusting creature to walk the earth. I'm glad I'm here. But fuck off. She's sick. Troy, the homemaking, micro farming, preserve, and kombucha making connoisseur, you like them? So oh, pissed shit. off right now. I like them because my grandma had them. It's nostalgia. Oh, oh my god. Troy is going to lose Fuck his top. Off. You even make them? Gross. Oh. But also, you play yourself admitting that you have to change the fucking recipe when you make them to make them edible. We're getting hot. Get the fuck out of the nostalgia orbis of dog shit white people pickles that wouldn't even be passable during the Depression when asbestos soup was considered glamorous. Get the fuck out of this bougie reinterpreting a culinary classic. Troy, you become the bougie restaurant owner from Pig. <laughs> Nick Cage destroyed by making him remember he wanted a pub. God damn them are fighting words, Sam. Sadly, I am not a... Suck it as, oh, fine, no. 
as Nick Cage and Paige, and fear I cannot save you, but Words. Troy, we can. Stop hurting yourself with these bread and butter pickle sadomasochism. No. And that's coming from a self-loathing sadomasochist. <laughs> this isn't healthy, Troy. Please <clears throat> press stop on bread and butter. <laughs> no! Thank you and society as a whole. Thank you and good night. No. And now, I feel justified. Oh. No, 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 no. Bread and butter pickles. Anyone in this world has tasted Sam. No, the have you seen that Transformers fucking poster on his wall? Sam has no, taste yeah, when ew. it comes to food. No, he doesn't. Sam, thank you. Thank you for backing Bread and butter pickles when you get one of those little, little balls. Thank you for One of those little oh. balls and bread and butter pickles. Oh. You love those balls. Oh, I love biting into those little balls. God oh. damn it. <laughs> Guys, just to reiterate, bread and butter pickles are gross as fuck. Bread and butter pickles oh. are fucking top tier. Fuck everybody. Fuck oh, people from Canada. Next. Fuck you fuckers. I'm making a note. I'm going to bring three different types of pickles so, next week. I, I will tell you exactly which one is the bread and butter pickle. Yeah, obviously. Your You'll face. know which one's the bread and buckle because b- bread and buckle. <laughs> the <laughs> butter brickle pickle. <laughs> they are the best ones. The butter brickle pickle is the best pickle ever. Please stop with the butter brickle. Okay, I got, we got to get going. Okay, guys, up next. Randy. Oh! Randy wrote in. Randy the Ram? To the title of this email. Bread and butthole. Oh, come on! Come on! Why is this such a hot topic? Bread and butthole. Bread and butter pickles blow. NFTs are dumb. Good day. Okay, he got got it half right. He got it half right. Come on! Bread and butter pickles are so good, I don't understand. Randy? Do you not eat pickle relish? I eat... Dill pickles. I don't Do you mean pickle, pickle relish? relish? No. No. Really? I don't like pickle relish. That makes sense, because it's okay. fucking sweet pickles! Well, they're gross, so fuck off. Oh my I'm god. I'm a little pissed Ooh, okay, off Okay, go on. I am very pissed off. We have off. the horniest of Travis's. Oh, oh no. He better have something to say about me. Control yourself, Chaw. No, I'm pissed. I, I hate him. Listen up, humanoids. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Just know I'm in that room right now in ghost form. And if you feel anyone give you a titty twister, just know it's me. Oh, I just felt it. Ooh. Huh. Oh. Hello. My gutters. Oh, they're gleaming. Top five love story movies? Oh. oh, Titanic, 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 and Titanic. 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 Of course. Didn't you watch Titanic on repeat? Oh uh, yeah, uh, New Year's Day 2021. I I watched uh, Titanic three times in a row. That's also, sick. Also, I got a weird text I think from Dirt. I'm gonna try to work a deal where I could just hologram my gutters to Ponderosa onto an always flowing syrup fountain. Oh, is that a good idea? Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. Great way to make side cash. That man would make so much bank. Oh, those gutters. You know the dirt is just going to reel him into the restaurant to get eaten off of. Listeners, if you've never seen the gutters, guys. Oh, I've seen those immaculate. Gutters. I've those seen gutters. those gutters. You gotta check out them gutters. And they're, they're the best thing to eat a goddamn medium rare sirloin steak. You gotta uh-huh. say sirloin. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say sirloin. Yep. The mm. best of the steaks. I knighted the sirloin. Best of the steaks. <laughs> Top. I, I, I anoint you, yeah. Sir Loin. Okay. I, I knighted those gutters. They're Sir Loin. Oh, uh, fucking uh, hell. Hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Even you, Troy. He's not even here. 
He's not even here. Fuck him. Have fun bussing. Energy. Bussing, bussing. Energy, we love you. Sam, Randy, fuck off. Yeah, Sam and Randy, fuck off. And also, Energy, fuck off. Guys. Because I'm the number one fan. Guess who's on the show? Not you. For like five more minutes because you got a puss out. I was also on the entire last show. So, suck my fucking dirty asshole. (laughs) Sick. Guys, next one. Entitled. More? Hey, fellas. Oh. From. Audrey? OJ. 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 Right this week. Bourbon man. I don't have much to say this week other than to say I wholeheartedly support a Sea Danger month for the pod. Woo! Sea Danger's getting a lot of love. Guys. A lot of love. That's because she's awesome. She is awesome. Danger March. Danger March. Danger March. Hey, and she uh, she uh, uh, suggested oh. to me that she would like to do uh, Murderville with me. On the podcast. Oh, my God. So maybe during okay. uh, Danger March, maybe me and her can uh, do some Murderville. Danger oh March. But she's got to be on everyone. She's got to commit. I would. No, I she has to pick kick. everything. She I'm doesn't not, have to. Really she's got to pick. Okay. Can she make an appearance, though? Can we say that? Make an appearance. If she can make it, I'm not going to push it on her. I don't want to make her feel obligated. I'm not going to make you feel obligated. No, you don't ever push anything oh, okay. on women, Joel. So, wow. Wow, 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 wow. As long as she makes the picks, we'll do them. If she can show up, fantastic. Okay. Danger March is happening. I'm saying it right now. It's called Troy, Darch. Put it down. Danger Darch. March. Darch. Darch. Danger Hashtag Darch. Hashtag Darch. Up next, guys. What There's the more fuck? mail? More <clears throat> mail? Yes, please. Oh. From business manager. Woo! She's oh, Lady Dave. Oh, Lady Hi. Dave. <clears throat> Hello there. I just wanted to write in to give my support for Chelsea picking the movies for March. A long time coming, if you ask me. Shame when you boys have waiting this long. Shame. Shame for shame. Oh. Feel it? I'm walking naked it's through a village. Now. It's literally happening. It, See dangerous. Excuse me? You're March. walking naked through the village of Elizabeth right shame. now. Shame. Yeah, that would be shameful. She also says, and I would love <clears throat> to host a podcast with C. Danger. I think we need to what about me? brainstorming over a nice box of Frenzy at your house. What about me? Get Chaw well, in there, too. What about me? I think oh, this could be fun. The kids and I eventually pass out on your guest bedroom. Why'd you say it like that? She's, she's talking about their house. Why'd you say it like that, though? Literally, our guest bedroom is an office. I don't think she wants to sleep in our guest bedroom. My guest She's bedroom really, is my couch. Trying this thing, Troy's reading it. I'm reading it, so blah. My guest bedroom has birds in it. Anywho, what <laughs> an honor to be a small part of this show. I the think I just spit all over Joel. Ever had the pleasure of being a part of. It. I mean, second, <clears throat> second podcast I've been a part of. Sorry <laughs> about that. It's my later boys, the business manager. I love it. Business hey, manager, write girl. in some more. Hey, Dave. Lady Dave. That's right. I want to be on your guys' podcast. There we go. Chaw's weaseling her way in. I'm a girl. No, you're not. Okay, that's true. No, you're not. (laughs) Gotta go. You're a Chaw. You're a a special sex. She did say boys, so I am part of that. the next one I have... Jesus! More mail. It wasn't even me. ...is a review for Ghost, so I'll leave that for later. Oh, thank God. Goodbye. So, see danger. See danger. So, I mean, danger, but see, Shaw, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks no problem, guys. Us. I gotta go. I have Here. to work very early in the morning at 3 a.m. I gotta go. Jesus Shaw. Christ. All right. Oh, you're full <laughs> of shit. <laughs> uh, but I do have to get home. I have children. <laughs> 
So I, do I. Yeah, and where are they? Exactly. Not with me. It's 10 o'clock. Where the fuck are your kids at? Exactly. Uh, well, out, everybody. that's I, a personal situation. I know I'm a personal favorite of the show, but I gotta go. There you go. A good replacement for, uh, for, uh... Troy? Troy to the max. Oh, wait, Halloween, um, sense, and, um, I'm just milk. fucking... Milk. I'm an idiot, I'm a dumbass, and I don't know how to fucking <laughs> speak English, and fuck me. I'm glad Chaw said exactly what we all think. Peace! See ya, Chaw! Let's we'll see if she knows how to get the fuck out of here. I know where we're going. <laughs> well, uh. Then there were. What the fuck happened? I think she might have fallen and died. Then there were two. Then there were two guys because we're talking ghosts. And we're not anywhere near the top of the hour. We got tournament random movies? Tournament? Oh, that's right. Don't shit. forget, man. I know shit's all fucked up, but so come I'm on. Gonna, I'm gonna draw this up for at least 20 minutes. That's okay. <laughs> draw it out, man. It might be a quick one tonight, and that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. We put out. We got some content coming out for you guys, uh, as you might have seen on the regular feed for the podcast. I put out a Patreon exclusive that we made a while back for old. That's right. And uh, we just put up tonight. If you guys are checking the Patreon, our latest episode of Jigsaw, hence why the Shaw was here, or Jigsaw, the movie that came out. Like, ten years after the last Jigsaw movie. Seven years after the last, five years ago from now. Yeah. But it was before the original. There's so much going yeah, on there. Guys, it's a lot. You There's so out, much. You gotta check out our review on Jigsaw on the Patreon. That's right. Uh, check out patreon.com slash podcast. But before that, guys, let's run out of movies. And uh, it came close. Check out Patreon. I think it was 67%. Really? I think it was. It's it was a close one, yes. Okay. So the goes to <coughs> from dusk till dawn. No, oh, that wasn't mine. Cole, you're Rudy and not do you justice. Rudy, Rudy, nope. Rudy. Fuck him. Rudy. Fuck him. He's gone. Bam. Banana. God damn it. Rudy's out. So that means from dusk till dawn, we'll face Muppet Treasure Island. In the CD finals. What a weird fucking fun contrast. Fun fact, both movies came out in 1996. Ooh, that is a fun so fact. We got a 96 semi. <laughs> that just sounds weird. Which means we have the Bridge and River Quad versus Ex Machina for our next quarterfinal match. And I believe Troy already let me know because it's his pick. He wants Bridge on the River Kwai. He wants Bridge on the River Kwai, so he is picking Bridge on the River Kwai to face Ex Machina. So there you have it. Fair enough. So, all right. Bridge on the River Kwai moves on to our uh, quarterfinal match against Ex Machina. Do you even know anything about Ex Machina there, Cole? I know a goddamn nothing about Ex Machina. (laughs) I also know fucking nothing about Bridge on the River Kwai. Bucky, I'm lost on these. But if you were, if, if it was your pick, would you have picked Bridge on the River Kwai? I probably would have picked Ex Machina, to be honest. Really? Based okay. off the title alone. Alright. So Bridge on the River Kwai does nothing for me based off the title. And Ex Machina is a newer movie. It came out in 2015. Really? Yes. Okay. So, there you have it. So, 
this is this is living up to what both men would have picked. So it's no this is one, true. No, no one's going in this kicking and screaming. This is true. It this is, is legit true. choice pick versus legit Cole's pick. That this is very true. Original number Kawhi versus Ex Machina. We will see who moves on to the semifinals to face the land before time. Oh. In that semifinal match. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's it's getting down there. It's getting down to the wire right now. We're and getting five movies left. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. This tournament will be Sixteen. God. We've done a lot. We've done a lot. Well, guys. I and you know what? There's always fun ones every time. There's fun ones every time, like Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> like Muppet Treasure. There is a small cell of people that are pushing for Muppet Treasure Island to move on. Very small cell. But you know, but hey, they're they're <laughs> effective. They're effective. Okay. Sometimes small people can do large things. <laughs> small people can do large things. <laughs> God, guys, still not anywhere. <laughs> we are at 38 minutes and 50 Jesus. seconds. Guys. This is going to be a quick one, guys. But we're here. We're Bucky, our best. take us down the road. Guys, we're talking ghost. Oh, ghost. my love, my darling. I hunger for your touch. That's all, that's all I know. You know when I sang that song to my 8th grade 7th hour literature class today? Yeah. For some reason we got on the topic of me podcasting. Yeah. Which I never tell them what this podcast is because I swear so much on it. <laughs> and they always try to find out it's fucking hilarious. But I told them we were watching Ghost. Yeah. Not a single 13 or 14-year-old student had ever seen Ghost. I don't I believe it. Yeah, they had no idea. It is. And then I sang the song. And I sang it my best. Oh, my love. I sang it really good, right? Oh, yeah. And they all looked at me. And I felt like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Welcome to my everyday life. How is that different from any other It's not. As a teacher <laughs> and a professional wrestler and a bartender. Not at all different from any other day. I strive to be a fucking idiot. God damn it. But it was great. Right. It was great. I told him, fucking Unchained Melody, Righteous Brothers. Was this song even popular before Ghost? Uh, I'm sure it was. It was like a... Song in the 50s, wasn't it? I think, yeah, late 50s or 60s, yeah. Now, Troy does a better job of uh, looking shit up about things than I do. That's all right. I'll try and get some trivia up. We'll just kind of go with it. But, uh, Ghost came out July 13th, 1990. Yes. With a budget of $22 million. Summertime blockbuster, 1990. Opening weekend, $12 million. Okay. Uh, total gross, $217 million domestic. Worldwide, $505 million. Fucking blockbuster. Amazing fucking money, guys. God. Uh, IMDb gives this movie 7.1 out of 10. Okay. Metacritic is a 52. Woo! And um, you need to look up Rotten Tomatoes, because for some reason... IMDb will not show Rotten Tomato scores. God damn. But, uh... Of course, star starring the superstar of the 80s and 90s, 
Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Also, not to be too far behind him, Demi Moore. Demi Moore, who... Bucky, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell the listeners, too. Yeah. Looking great in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Even with the, with the bowl cut? Thing? Something with that haircut does it for me. Uh, I don't know. Tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the tomato meter. 5%. Ooh. So it's, a, it's high up there. A tomato meter. It's high up there. Fuck. Okay. All right. So uh, since this is my pick, guys... I'll do the synapses. Thank God. I'll do the synapses. Okay. Guys, Sam Wheat. He works at a bank. And he has a girlfriend who is a artist. And they are, have moved in together in this very big, swank apartment. Things are going real good for all of them. Until, out of nowhere, one day, Sam is shot by oh. a pickpocket. A hoodlum. A hoodlum. A no-good hooligan. That's right. Who tries to rob them. And he dies. But Sam, when he's given the chance to go to that bright light, he runs away. Yeah, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want it. He comes back, and he decides that he wants to stay with his girlfriend, Playmate anymore. But, in the process... He may have come across a plot afoot yeah. to possibly steal from her. That may also include some people that are pretty close to him in his life. So what will Sam do from this very precarious position where he's a ghost that really has no means of interfering? What lengths will he go to to protect the woman that he loves? Ghost. I'll, I'll tell you what, he'll go to Whoopi. He'll, he'll, he'll make Whoopi. He'll go to Whoopi. He'll make Whoopi? Yeah. He'll go to Whoopi. He'll make Whoopi do what he wants to do. <laughs> God damn. Guys, so Troy's, we'll, we'll get to Troy's review at the end of, the, at the end of this, but Cole, when I brought up that I was going to do Ghost, yeah. you seemed like you had a little bit of a history with it. Um. So I... Have seen Ghost before, okay. But uh, it's one of those movies that, like, I watched it as a kid, but it was I was a kid. Yeah, I was probably like 13, 14 years old. It's probably like in 98, 99, 2000. It's probably on. It's probably on fucking dinner and a movie on TBS or something. <laughs> and I never watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So I have a history with Ghost, but I think my history is literally this. I kind of thought about this when I was watching it. The, the fucking song yeah. on Jane Melody, uh-huh. which we'll talk about it, but I thought that would be like later in the fucking movie. It's like in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I thought he was already a ghost when it happens. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's, it's still when he's alive. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Um, so no, uh, the, the song, the song, sorry, I've had four beers. I'm, I'm burping like crazy. The song is tremendous. Um, I have seen bits and pieces of this. I have seen like the light and everything and like the dark beings. We'll get to that later. Oh yeah. Um, but never have I watched the movie the whole way through. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many movies from the eighties and nineties that have that impact on me where I watched so many parts of them growing up, but never had the patience to sit the whole way through. Yeah. There a lot of ghosts is deep in the cultural zeitgeist. 
Oh, they, yeah. Like, it, it's the, uh, literally, like, it's so much so that when I was working at a pottery shop for a, uh, a, a period of time, people that would come in would ask me, like, so do you do the thing they do in Ghost? <laughs> like, that's what they would ask me. Yeah, you worked in a pottery shop for, like, ten years. Yeah, yeah. And, like, literally every time people would walk in, they, they, everyone that would come in would bring up Ghost. Where's your hot chick with the boyish haircut? <laughs> So it, it is it is very in the cultural zeitgeist in terms of, uh, of of films that just influence just what people think of things. Absolutely. Even, even pottery. <laughs> Straight up to pottery. Um, also in how you get large works of art into upper Manhattan buildings. God. That, is, that was not safe. <laughs> not a single fucking bit. That was not safe. He should have become ghost based yeah. off of that scene. God. Yeah. And like, but it seems like that where I like, I'm a big fan of this movie when it starts. Because I, I think I like Patrick Swayze when he's alive. Like okay. showing like the kind of things that he does where it's like, he's definitely strikes you as a guy that does not think he's going to die tomorrow. Right. Like even down to where like when like they're trying to drag this big statue in through a window, he like... Fucking monkey bars a windowsill and then like, grabs it with his legs and brings it in. Where it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> but but no, but it's like scenes like that that I like. Where it's like he's a younger guy. He's in like probably like the prime of his life. Like, well, he works for like obviously a large he firm. Works, yeah, he works for a really big bank. That's like he's probably making a really good money from. And he's now moving in with like his super hot girlfriend. Yep. That where. Ah, you said she's hot too. Do I look? Dude, Demi Moore is hot as shit. She Are you is. Kidding me? Not a big fan of the haircut, but she's very hot. Yeah, yeah. Something and, about that haircut. Uh, I like it. And uh, yeah, like he is literally living the prime of his life. And then I think he kind of addresses like that whole idea where it's like when you get into parts of your life where like things are going well, like there's a part of you that feels like you're invincible. Like, hey, I'm doing the I'm doing my best life right now. Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing bad's ever gonna happen. To yeah, me. I think at some point we all hit that point where it's like, shit, life is good. Yeah, and you can fucking do anything. And you're, and, and I think everyone when they hit that point, they do get a little reckless. Oh yeah, for sure. And you can tell like with certain things, like he, like, like the whole scene where he brings in a statue with his legs, like he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna look super cool doing it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was I I do not, and I've seen later parts in this movie. I, I like remembered them. I do not remember the beginning, like fifteen minutes of this movie, where he is the banker. Yeah. Where he's like making jokes in an elevator with his buddy oh, about. That's actually. It's fucking great, but I, I don't remember it. I actually really like the relationship between him and his friend. I do too. When they did the whole yeah the whole thing in the in the elevator where they're kind of pushing each other to make it more awkward for the people around them. Where it's like, oh man. I, I had this cough, and his doctor's telling me that I'm super contagious, and he just starts coughing. He's like, yeah, how about that rash, too? Oh, yeah, this rash. I shouldn't really touch it again. <laughs> he's like, finding a reason to rub up on people, too, and everyone's just like, what the fuck? It's so good, but at yeah. the same time, like... That's, it, what, that's, what, that's what friends do. Like, it, yes. It made you feel like they were genuine friends. And it helps to the, le- the rest of the movie. Yeah. Where you realize, like, Fuck, like, as good of a friend as he thought he was, yeah. he's not. Yeah. So, yeah, it works in both ways. And I, I don't remember it at all. 
No. So okay. watching it back, I was like, this is fucking great. This is my first time watching this movie all the way through. In fact, I don't even remember even starting or even seeing parts of this movie when okay. I was a kid. That's why I picked it, because I was... It, it's such a cultural touchstone, but yet I've never gone out of my way to see it. Right. Nope, I agree. Yeah. Um, never have turned it on and be like, I want to watch this the whole fucking way through. Yeah. Um, so we get into uh, the life of Sam, and we start to realize who he is, what he does, and then he takes that fateful walk with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not even really. Molly. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, me and Molly watched another movie where. One of the main love interests is Molly, too. So it's like oh. two movies back to back where it's like, why aren't there so many fucking movies where they're using my fucking name? Lots of Mollies going on. A lot of Mollies, guys. Um, and uh, as they're walking down a very dark, dingy street at night, yeah. here comes a fucking hoodlum out of the here corner. Here comes a guy who is probably the only person of color in the whole movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You're not wrong. Lots of lots of very white yeah. Caucasian bankers. This movie's made in ninety. Well, Whoopi. This movie's made in ninety, and yeah, Whoopi. But this and is probably one of the most eighties movies I've seen. This yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh. This was made. This was released in ninety. Like I, I even told Molly like that whole scene where like he's with all of like the banker people. I was like, this feels so weird seeing all these people dressed the way they are and no one is doing coke. <laughs> it literally feels like I should be, you should be walking by someone that's doing coke on their desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this movie was made in 1984. Yeah, it looks so 80s. It's like, so fucking 80s. It was just released about six years after filming even it. even in, in terms of, as we get more into the movie, even in terms of theme, I think it's very 80s. But we'll get into that as we go along. But yeah, God, it's so fucking just all the shit that they do at the fucking beginning with them, just all the fucking big green block computer letter like. Oh my God! So eighty. They're so fucking great when they're typing in passwords and shit on computers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the this this man of of different descent <laughs> comes out of a back alley. Comes after Sam and Molly. Sam turns around, confronts him. Sam, Sam decides to tackle him and try and fight him. You hear a gunshot go off, and then Sam goes to chase him. He turns around, finds out he's not in his body no more. He sees his dead body lying on the ground. He sees his dead body. How the fuck did Demi Moore get so much blood on her? <laughs> fucking Sam must have got shot and his skin just splattered. <laughs> Shot in a big fucking artery because she is covered in blood. Yeah, she's pretty fucking. <laughs> it's pretty fucking brutal. She's covered in blood. God damn it. <laughs> it looks like as he ran away, as his ghost ran away, she just like put his put her hands in his boot and started rubbing yeah. it all over her. Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, uh, at this point. So here's my hot take of the whole movie. Hot you know, take. It's 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 a very popular movie. I really, I get it. I like people love Ghost. I don't think Patrick Swayze is that good in this movie after he becomes a ghost. Okay, I I don't want to say I disagree, but are you talking about how there's a lot of 
staring. Yeah, like I I'm because I noticed saying, that. I'm not saying Patrick Swayze is a bad actor. Like I've seen him in like, dude, he's fucking Roadhouse. I fucking love Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I love Roadhouse. I think he's Outsiders, a, man. I think he's an actor that needs to interact with other people. And when he becomes a ghost, there's not a lot of interaction that he does. Well, yeah, he's pretty and, solo. Yeah, and I think that makes him not a good choice to play Sam Wee. <laughs> like, okay. There's a lot of scenes in this where I don't. He just seems lost, and I just don't. Even so, the scene where he dies too, like I just don't like how he. That face he makes? Yeah. When he sees his dead body, he looks like he's trying to take a shit with his mouth open. Okay. Like, the fucking... Like, I don't know what... It's like that same kind of face when, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets fucked in Twins. Sure. It's just such a weird face where it's like, why was that a choice? I mean, I, I get it. And I kind of agree with you because there were plenty of scenes in this movie where I was like... Oh, Patrick Swayze. Like, he doesn't say anything, and yeah. he has to rely on his actions. But he does say things, but it's... I don't know. Like, this is kind of like Patrick Swayze's, like, castaway. Like, Tom Hanks acting acting by himself with himself. Okay. But, like, Patrick Swayze kind of has to act with himself by himself, too. But I don't think Patrick Swayze's good enough to really sell that. Because as the movie goes on, I was way more invested in the other characters around him than him. But you're following him. Right. Which is kind of a detriment to me, personally, because it's like, I, I want to like him and I want him to succeed, but he just seems so wooden compared to everything else. I agree. Um, to an extent. Uh, I'm I, based off that. I think I'm probably gonna have a higher grade for this movie than you are. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Um, but I will agree that there are scenes in this movie where I don't know. Now that I'm thinking, there's scenes in this movie where I really love how he acts and his his mannerisms, his actions. And there's scenes in this movie where I kind of agree with you, where I'm like, eh, he didn't really do much there. Yeah. Um, I, I would love so much if there was, if Patrick Swayze was good enough to just do things where like he didn't have to spell it out for you. Like there's so many scenes where it's like, tell him holding her hand, or like, ah oh, man, I really wish this was happening. It, it's okay. Like all the inner di- inner dialogue shit. Like when he starts fucking with his best friend after he finds out that he fucked him over. Yes. There's so many scenes where he's just sitting back and just saying. Like snide remarks about it, or it's like, huh? But you wish you had that money, huh? Or I'm like, dude, what? yeah. <laughs> like, what are you like, fucking Statler Waldorfing this shit right now? The ho ho. Yeah, like it's just at, at certain points, like you're literally watching this man watch his life fall apart. Like, granted, he's not a, he's not a good person. Yes. But you're watching this man's life fall apart before his very eyes. And all you get is Patrick Swayze being like, huh, man, I bet you wish you had that money, huh? Man, <laughs> wouldn't that be terrible if someone came up and murdered you right now? Like, yeah, I get it. He fucked you over. But, like, we're watching this man frantically try to maintain his life, and you're just being like, yep, I fucked you over. I'm really happy about it. And there's, 
Like how I said, like there's like this movie feels like an '80s movie. Yeah. Like because I, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of dimension to the characters at a certain point, and the dimension they do give, they wash away with like random scenes to be like, nope, that's a bad person. Or, okay. That's a good person. They do keep it very simple. Yeah. Like it, it gave me a lot of crow vibes from last week. Okay. Like the minute they start adding any dimension to anyone, they add a scene where it's like, oh, that was a weird choice that you would make. Why would you go that way? I don't like you anymore. Sure. And then, then that gives them permission to be like, all right, now we can just go along the story, and now you officially hate the best friend. He did this one thing that you, that you thought, thought was weird, and now you hate him not, no matter what happens. But in the end, it's like, I, like, uh... I think his name's Sam Goldwyn or whatever, like the guy that plays the best friend. I thought he was interesting. Yeah, I can't think. I thought he was interesting because it's like, he here's a guy that kind of backed himself in a corner and he, not even backed himself, but he got, got greedy to where it's like, if I can launder this money for these guys, like I can make a whole bunch of money. Right. And then he was trying to find a way to do it in front of his friend who's kind of like running this whole account without him noticing, but he couldn't get to the account without his passwords, so he was just trying to get the passwords from him, so he hires this guy to get them from him, but he ends up killing him, and then it, it, it turns into a thing where it's like, oh, fuck, like, why'd you have to kill my best friend? Right. Like, like that whole scene where he, like, approaches the dude when, like... Fucking, when he goes to the apartment yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he goes to the apartment, he's like... You weren't supposed to kill him. Like, it was supposed to be a pretty cut and dry, just get the codes for me so I can just get this money out. Right. So I can fucking keep going on this whole money laundering thing. Granted, all this stuff is not good. I'm not fucking saying launder money. Right. But in the same sense, like, they could have made him so much more complicated that he would have been interesting. But, like, after he launders the money, after he finally gets the codes and launders the money... That, that weird fucking scene where he just hits on Demi Moore for no reason. Okay. Like, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to talk about that scene. So that scene is... I love that scene and hate that scene. Okay. I just, I just don't like it. Okay. I hate that scene because for that character, the bad guy, I can't think of what his fucking name was, but the bad friend, right? Yeah. It seems very out of place for what his character is. Yeah, because at this point, he's... All he gives a fuck about is that money. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as someone... Like, have you ever seen Fargo? Yeah. Yep. He reminds me of uh, Lundergaard from Fargo. Like, he's not evil, he's pathetic. Sure, and I, I can see that. As, as bad as pathetic people can be, I don't consider pathetic people evil. Right. And They're just point, sad. They're yeah, just... Up, to, up to this point, he's just pathetic. Yeah. Then they try to make him cross that threshold of evil when he like hits on Demi Moore after he's lost right. the money, to where it doesn't feel natural to the character. I agree. I agree. But here's what I like about it. I really like. So once you, this is gonna sound weird. I don't like that they took him there. Yeah. Because that doesn't make any sense. Carl Tony Goldwyn. There we Carl go, Green. Carl. Yes. Come on, Carl. Carl Bruner. So, Carl Bruner, there we go. So, I don't like that they took that character of Carl Bruner to that point. Yeah. But once they accepted it and took him to that point, yeah. I really do like Patrick Swayze's character and how slowly the reaction is to like, oh, fuck, he's trying to hit on my fucking girlfriend. Yeah. What's going on here? 
So it's kind of like a, a give and take for me. I, I could have done without that entire fucking scene. But in the same sense, once I was there, they did a pretty good job with it, I thought. But it, to me, it just felt like it was a scene that was crowbarred in to justify that what Patrick Spacey's doing is good. Sure. He, he literally is fucking up a person's life. I could see that, Brandon, yes. It's, it's, he, the things that he's doing is not good. And yes, he is taking that money that he's laundering for whoever this person is. And he's giving it to a charity. Right. God bless him, whatever. But what a great man. Sense, but in the same sense, like, this guy did not... Like, he didn't expect this. I don't know. It's... I Tell me how you're really feeling. No, it's just, I don't... It... For the fact that, like, this was just a guy that came across, like, this idea to try and make money, and then, like, Patrick Swayze's death is not completely his fault. Like, okay. It was, it was a bad situation. Like, right. You think of this in terms of, like, for people that have seen Fargo, in terms of Fargo, where it's like, the guy hires people to, like, kidnap his wife, and then in the process, shit goes really bad. Right. That's what this kind of reminds me of. But it's... The movie tries to make it very cut and dry where it's like the fact that this man, the fact that this man did this is not the, by any means of like that he's trying to make more money or that like he's just trying to get by. It's that he's evil. Like okay. this movie itself really paints it cut and dry that there's good people and bad people because the good people go to heaven and the bad people get dragged by shadows into wherever. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing that kind of bugs me. Like it, there's... This movie lacks so much dimension that, like, the minute people die, they show you exactly who the people are despite whatever they did in their life. And that's what I don't like about it. Like, that guy, so the fucking dude that, uh, what's his name? Okay, I'm, Willie. Yeah. Okay. When Willie dies, he's not even given a chance to be like, okay, why are you like this way? What, what life did you live? Did you have a, were you, did you grow up poor? Did, was this the only means of you getting money is to like do these things where you like fucking rob people and then you just actually shot this person? No, that's never in question. It's just, oh, he died, he's bad, he's going to hell. And that's what and then it's like, well then fuck, man. Like <laughs> how do people become ghosts when they're bad? Because it just seems like these shadows come out and drag them out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I I can't say I agree with that. I mean it's it's probably just the fact that this was made so close to the 80s where everything was so black and white with the whole Reagan era of like, there's bad people, there's good people. You right. You gotta get the criminals and put them in jail. And that was pretty good. <laughs> but it's, it's just so frustrating where it's like, you're really taking away any gray area of character by legit showing what happens to them when they die. Like, there's not even any... Any recourse of being like, let's at least try and think about what happened to make people the way they are. It's just, oh, you did bad things, you're a bad person, you're going to hell. Sure. And it's like, who's to say fucking Patrick Swayze didn't do bad things? There's some shit here where it's like, you're doing some petty ass shit. Like, sure. that should be some shit. If, like, if anything, sure, you can still go to heaven, but there should be some things in review. Over some of the bad shit you're doing. Yeah. 
No, I can kind of agree with that. I can see that. Taking glee in some people's fucking torture and death. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, God, man. Well, okay, so let's talk about Otome Brown. Yeah. So he wanders into this fucking medium, right? Yeah. Just by chance, right? There's nothing that, like, he just kind of falls into this. She's... She's an interesting character, character to me, too. This is... I'm not... Okay, so I'm going to... This is my favorite Whoopi Goldberg movie ever. All right. Yeah. I, I don't like Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, really? In fact, I fucking hate Whoopi Goldberg. Have you seen Sister Act? Yes, and I fucking hate Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I can't stand the woman, okay? This movie, though, I kind of fucking like her. She's really good. She's really entertaining. And she's really interesting for as little as she does. That's exactly what I was going to say. I wanted to see more of her. Yes. Again, this is another thing where it's like, introduce a character that seems interesting, and she legit gets kind of side sidetracked by the fact that we have to follow fucking Sam Luke's story. We got to see Patrick. It's just... Like, her whole scenario was fucking insane. She's got these two women that come in, and there's like... She senses a being in the room, and like all this like shit, where it's like you, you find out that's bullshit after a while, and then, uh, but it's like any time that she tries to give any remote idea of her past, like Sam Lee speaks up and it's like, nope, you gotta do what I want to do. True. You, you gotta do my thing. I want. I want to do my thing. Yep. And it's just, it's like after a while, she just kind of turns into a conduit for Sam Wheat, and it's like. But I don't like Sam Lee. He's fucking boring. <laughs> and True. It, and it's like, fuck. Like, oh, like, Demi Moore is really good in this. She, The way that she finds a way to cry where, like, tears beat out of her eyes. Yeah. Holy shit, she's good in this. Demi kind of holds down the movie. Yeah, she's really fucking good. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg for what she's given is really good. Tony Goldwyn is really good as the best friend. Like he's is that Carl good. Bruner? Carl Bruner is good. Even the fucking weird subway guy. I want to know more about him. Okay, thank you. <laughs> when that guy first appears, yeah. and he chases Patrick Swayze, yeah, through and then like fucking breaks the glass. I want to know more about subway guy. That guy's fucking terrifying. I True. And then it just turns into a fucking like, here's how you do this. Now I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. I was like, God damn it! That guy's really interesting. Yeah, and then they get into the whole like he broke the cigarettes and that was it. Everything about like the minute they introduce a character, who was that guy? They're super fascinating, and I want to learn more. And they literally disappear so it beca- it can be more of Sam Wheat's story. True. But. Man, as this movie goes on, I just don't fucking like Sam Wheat at all. Man, you're I a Swayze like, hater. I don't like... I'm not a Swayze hater. I love Patrick Swayze. But just the, the, the things they put him in where he's literally acting with himself. Yeah. And the character... Like, the character as a living person, I feel like I did not get to know well enough to actually like him. Like, all you see is he has a bank job, he has an art girlfriend, he has an artist girlfriend, that's about it. Yeah. Beyond that, after that, the minute he dies, 
he, he has to hold his own scenes by himself because everyone else doesn't react to what he's doing. And I love Patrick Swayze, but I don't think he's a strong enough actor to actually hold up those scenes by himself. Okay, yeah, and true. That's, that's what I hold against it. But the whole, the whole point of the movie is you're watching the movie through his eyes. So if you don't like the guy, you're not really going to like what's going on around him because who cares whether or not his best friend fucks over his girlfriend? Because you don't, you, what, you don't, what this depends on whether or not you like Sam Wheat. I agree. <laughs> it totally does. Um... I, I'm not trying to break away from that, but I'm trying to get back to Odame. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on Odame as a character? I think she's interesting. I think she's super interesting. Like, I like the, I like the whole idea of she brings up at one point that her, like I think her grandmother and her mother before her were all like super powerful mediums. Yeah. Just talk to anyone. Yeah. And she never really caught on to that. And then when Sam Wee talks to her, then it just kind of like clicks right and now she's like talking to everybody yeah it's kind of fun um yeah like when he when he, when he like kind of loses track of her and then she and then he goes back to her and she really has like a line around the block i was like that's kind of fun <laughs> i agree yeah um <laughs> do we ever find out who the women are that are with her maybe your sisters maybe really yeah i don't know either but there's like these like fucking like it's like a harem of like hype women where it's like introducing Oda Bay Brown. God damn it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I do. I don't know, man. I think you and I have very differing opinions on this movie. I get it. I get it, man. It's just, it, this is my first time. I kind of want to dive into Troy's thing because I think Troy is going to have like a very okay. nostalgic opinion of it. All right. Maybe I'll just bring it up now because... It, it almost kind of bummed me out that Troy wasn't going to be here tonight because I feel like he he's a, he has a very nostalgic take on this movie. Was this Troy's pick? No, it was mine. It was your so pick. I, okay. Hey, well, let's dig into Troy. All right. I'm going to so, fill up my glass of beer. Let's dig into Troy. So here we go. Here's Troy's okay. uh, review of uh, Ghost that he sent us via email. And... Um, here we go. Okay. Ghost Review from Troy the Max. Righteous Brothers Unite. First off, this is my one of my mom's favorite movies and it's played fairly often at, my, at the house. It's probably also why Unchained Melody is one of my favorite love songs of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, that really, song. They, they do a good job of God. that song playing. That song just fucking, watching this movie reinvigorated really my love. They do like a very like whimsical instrumental of it when he like goes to heaven. <laughs> they do, don't they, at the very end. Yes. Uh, he goes on, I was skeptical about going into this as I haven't seen it in maybe 15 years, but guys, I fell right back into it. Ah. I thought the performances of Patrick Swayze, Sam Wheat, and Whoopi Goldberg were on point. The shitbag friend played Nervous Anxiety amazingly, and Demi Moore can really rock a bowl cut. Oh, Troy, you and me, man. You can't convince me that the poverty wheel scene isn't sexy. My lord, they are specimens just dripping sex appeal. Oh, man. And another thing that was stuck with me was my whole... Another thing that stuck with me my whole life 
is how the window came down on the guy. There's not a time oh. where I'm under a window that this scene isn't playing in my head. Also, that crazy subway ghost. Yes. Anyway, I found out on this watch that the shadow ghost noises were made by slowly slowing down and reversing baby cries, so that's horrifying. Long story short, I like ghosts. It's supernatural melodrama with a few fun twists. A minus, T Max. A minus? A minus. Woo! Man, okay, that's honestly way better than I thought. Yeah. Holy crap. And I, Troy, I love it. Oh, here we go, here we go. I, and it's just maybe the fact that I have no connection to this movie at all. I just don't like Patrick Swayze in this. That's it. Fair enough, man. That's it. And then even down to, like, like, the whole movie kind of rides on... The relationship between Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so what did you think of their relationship as a whole? Did you, did you like really get like the feeling that like, like did you really feel the heartbreak of like okay he's gone, kind of? Um, ooh. For, for the relationship. Okay. <laughs> ooh. <sighs> Do I feel like? I really felt that they're... Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that, with man. This, with, 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 like, how much they were building up this relationship, I was really hoping, like, just at the end of this, just, like, even, like, a feeling of, like, oh, shit, I'm about to cry right now. But I don't know. I never really got that feeling. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's a fucking... Why is this such a hard question to answer? So... I I really didn't. Um, yeah. But ah, fuck. Okay, you caught me. I really didn't. <laughs> but I wanted to. Like that's the thing with me too. Like every time they bring up like their relationship, even with Demi Moore explaining it, I really want to get behind. Like holy shit, you lost this love of your life, and you're trying to put the pieces back together. But it's just. I don't know. It just didn't present enough for me to care, but it's just like, oh, I really want to be on board, but I just can't. I think my problem with with that aspect of the movie is I really would have loved for them to just be together longer in the beginning. Yeah. They flew through that beginning 15 minutes so fast. Yeah. And, some of the, and most of it's not with them together. No, they no. All this shit where it's like he's at the office and they have to. Set There's up a bunch account. with his friend Carl. Yeah, they have to set up that Tony Goldwyn wants to get to his accounts, but he can't. So yep. Like, oh, where are you guys going? The, the like, oh, okay. The big scene is the the Righteous Brothers song yeah. with the with the play the, the play the clay. The clay. Um, the play clay. The play clay. Um, so that's cool, but then uh, after that, like, there's just there's not enough. They have a moment together um, with the clay. That you see them together in the house, and you know him monkey barring from the fucking window. <laughs> and then you get to the fucking scene where they're out for a night, and, and then he dies. And it's like shit. I really wish that we would have gotten more because you want me to feel more, but why? You haven't given me enough to feel more. Yeah, I feel like the movie really rides on the fact that. That, but the 
the movie rides on the fact that you want them to be together in some way, shape, or form. And they can't because fucking Sam is a ghost and Demi Moore's not. And I don't know. I just... I, I, even like those scenes where it's like Demi Moore is kind of doing her own thing. She's trying to get by, but she can't because Sam's dead. And like... You see the ghost of Sam just sitting there. Like... I think a better actor could make that scene where it's like... Ooh, better actor! Oh! <laughs> oh! Again, it's it, I don't, it, not better actor, but a different actor. Like, okay. I don't think Patrick Swayze is good at acting with himself. Because he does a lot of shit where it's like... Those scenes where I want him to be like... Be in the same room with the person he loves but still feel so far away... To me, when he's trying to portray that, it just looks like a guy that's kind of like bored sitting on a windowsill. Okay. And like, I, I want, I want someone with enough range where it's like, you're in the same room as a person you love, but you feel so far away from them at the same time. Okay. And like, just those scenes, I wanted to feel heartbreak for him and her, but it just kind of felt like. Here's a scene we gotta we gotta throw in here because we want, we want to show that Sam is that, that 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 Sam wants to touch her but he can't. Like that's the thing that really drives me crazy about this too is that like all of their love feels so physical. Where I don't know, it, like the pottery scene is is a good scene. It's a fantastic scene. It it's, a, it's a classic it's cinema. A cla- it's a classic scene. But in, in the same sense, too, it's like, if you're going to portray that as, like, their big pivotal love scene, then when they get to a point where they can't touch each other, then, like... Now uh, they can touch each other! Then it's, like, all I can think of is, like, well, the thing, the main thing they used to love each other was touching. Okay. And... I don't know. It, these scenes where it literally like sets it's it almost kind of shoots itself in the foot where it's like making this big scene of their love, this scene where they're where they're rubbing all up on each other. It only strikes me as their love is purely physical. And in a movie where you can't be physical with the person that you love, I just can't get into their love story anymore. Okay. Like. And this is just me quarterback directing kind of thing. Sure. But like if they would have set up like certain things where it's like, here are certain things that Sam did every day that she didn't see to where like when he gets to a point where he can move things on his own and he starts doing them for her and then after a certain point of time she never realized that he did those for, those things for her and now he's doing them for her and he never she never sees it and she's like oh shit why why is my life somewhat easier and like not even like realizing that he's doing them like they were always a part of their lives when they first were together and then it was gone and she felt like she there was a part of her that was missing and now they're being done for her again and she never realizes it where it's like that was their love Okay. Like, my favorite scene in the whole movie is at the very end when Sam says, I, when they, they can finally see each other before he goes to heaven, he says, I love you, and she says, ditto. Yes. Because 
there's that, 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 there's that little bit of a fight they have before he dies where she's like, you never say I love you. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't have to because... You know, oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, so they have a little bit of, they have a, little bit of like a tiff after the, after the play before Sam gets shot where like, she says I love you and he's like, oh, thanks or whatever. And she's like, you never say I love you. Okay. When, he, when, he does say, when she does say I love you, he says ditto. And she's like, and then he's like, well, I, I, I don't have to because I, I show you that I love you all the time. Where it's like, it's still done in a way where it's like you can tell that he has a little bit of insecurity about committing to this person wholeheartedly. Okay. And then at the end, when he finally can say I love you and she says ditto, it's just a really good scene where it's like you, like him being dead and like following her. Like there's even like a scene where it's like it's kind of done Halloween where it's like tell her I love her. And then she's like, he would never say that. Like I love that scene too. Okay. Sure. Where, but when like he's with Whoopi and like Whoopi's like trying to tell him, tell her that she's, tell Demi that she's talking to Sam Wheat and she's like, he says he, he says she, he loves you and he's like, he would never say that kind of thing. Where it's yeah. Like, it's that conception of love where it's like, it's two different people, it's two people that have two different ideas, ideas of what love is and then it's, the end of the movie is those two people intertwining to where it's like, oh, you really did love me. And then that's when they separate. Which okay. I love that scene so much. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, I have this theory about the whole thing where it's like, uh, so like Demi Moore is at, at the beginning of the movie. She's like, she has a very like cookie cutter idea of what love is where it's like, you buy me roses, you buy me chocolates, you tell me you love me, you do all these super over-the-top romantic right. things for me. And then Patrick Swayze is like, well, the fact that I do this and this and this and this for you means that I love you. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, like, if, like you've never been in a, in, a, in a relationship where it's like, it just seems like your wires are crossing in the right way where it's like, you do love each other, but like the things that you do for each other you don't interpret as love until like one day you're just like, holy shit, yeah, you really do love me kind of thing. Okay. To where like at the end when she... Like you don't realize it at the time? Yeah, yeah. Like it, don't, it, like, it causes tension where it's like, do you really love me? Kind sure. Of thing. And then it's like, no, I do because I do all these things for you kind of thing. And yeah. At the end where it's like when Demi realizes all the things that Sam Wheat did to, to like keep her from harm, she realizes he doesn't have to say he loves me to show that he loves me. Okay. So, like, it's that, like, cool intertwining where it's, like, Sam both realizes that he could have done more to to show that that he loves her, and then Demi Moore realizes that, like, he was doing things all along to show that he loves me, I just didn't realize it. And then it's, like, they almost kind of switch places I don't know. I feel like that's like the quintessential scene of love. <laughs> okay. If that makes any sense. No, I, I get that. That makes sense. But, um, uh, but that's why I love that scene so much. And that's also what, what, what kind of frustrates me where it's like they could have done more to show that like Sam Wheat was doing small things here and there to show that he loved her without touching her. Right. To where like when she lost that touch... She all she automatically thought like okay there's no way that I can ever receive his love ever again, 
but to do like a thing where it's like, okay, when he realizes that he can move things, and then he goes back doing the things that he did to show that he loved her without touching her before, that's what makes you realize, holy shit, like, he loved me more than I thought he did, kind of thing. But it's at the end. But it's at the end. But it's at the very end, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like, it's just... It's me, like, quarterback directing the movie, I guess. But, like... I'm not going to hate you on this one, though. Because <laughs> I kind of see it. But everything... Yeah, it's just that everything they do with their love in this movie is physical to where the whole crux of the movie is he can't love her anymore because he can't touch her. He can still fucking love her. Right. Even if he can't touch her. And that, that that's what the fucking theme of the movie should have been. Okay. But it's like, the movie even sets up, like even the movie sets up where it's like, he has to possess Whoopi Goldberg to love her again. And that almost pissed me off. <laughs> like, you don't have to fucking touch her to love her. Sure. And that, that almost feels like what the movie was trying to tell you. Like, you can't love someone unless you touch them. Fuck you. I love people that I can't touch all the time. Do you love me? I love Nicole. I love you too, Joel. But um, that's literally what the movie sets up. And it kind of, like, that whole scene, like, even Molly was, like, laughing. It's like, this movie, this scene is so ridiculous. Because it's literally Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg rubbing up on each other. Yeah. Where they just, like, turn it into Patrick Swayze. Where, like, even, even the dimensions don't make sense. Where Patrick Swayze is so much taller than Whoopi Goldberg. But yet, like, Demi Moore is, like, nestling into what could be Whoopi Goldberg's forehead. <laughs> that's true that's true that scene was a, I remember you texted us at that scene yeah. saying you had hoped that what that like it literally turns into like you, you are watching this from the point of view of like Whoopi Goldberg and Demi Moore legit rubbing up on each other that was pretty great like yeah. it would have been fucking funny it would have been fucking but, funny it's just I want this movie to be so much more deeper than what it was and it Maybe that's too much to ask for like a movie from like fuck from like the middle of the nine from middle of like nineteen ninety. But I feel like it has It's very eighties ish still. Yeah, but it had the potential to be, and it just kinda took a shortcut of being like, let's just be purely physical and black and white in terms of good guys, bad guys. Sure. And that's what kinda frustrated me. Sure. And for Troy that like grew up with this, I can see the appeal. Yeah. It has a lot of appeal to it. Yep. I just, I don't think Patrick Swayze was strong enough an actor to hold, to like, hold together those scenes where it was just him acting with himself, and, like, I, I just wish they had more dimensions to their quote-unquote villains. I can understand that. I, I, I thoroughly, it kept me interested the whole way through, and I can't yeah. say that I was, like, upset with anything in it, but I can also see that point of view looking back on it. Yeah. Like, I have no problem... Normally, I like to argue with you. But I, <laughs> I have no problem accepting that and seeing that yeah. from your point of view. But I will agree. That fucking bus ghost, the subway, subway ghost... Yeah, I want to see more of him. ...was fucking cool. And yeah. to that extent, <laughs> I know you're talking about... It was already a two-hour movie. Yeah. Possibly expanding it, but how cool would it have been to see other ghosts? Like, he saw the guy in the hospital. Yeah, the guy in the hospital, yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. Um, but that's like the only two ghosts he had interactions with, wasn't and, it? And I feel like him 
realizing the powers of being able to move things came way too easy to him too. Yes. Um, like if if it's that easy for ghosts to learn how to move shit, then why isn't shit being moved nonchalantly all the fucking time? Right. <laughs> yes. Like, you could have really drawn that out. Like it could have been something where it's like he has to try really hard to just move the smallest thing, and that could be the thing that like fucking helps Demi Moore get out of whatever she's doing. Yeah, and like but once I, he. But then he's like. Fight scenes with Tony Goldblum where I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Right, he learned how to fucking flick a bottle cap. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm gonna punch a dude. And then, and then yeah, he goes, he goes from flicking a bottle cap to now he's like typing, from like typing fucking Sam forty times on a computer. Yeah. And like fucking, like, it gets so outlandish with what he can do in like a like, day. Fuck me, yeah. dude. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the, the, the one movie that came to my mind when I was watching this, and uh, I don't think it's a movie you and Troy are going to like at all. Because <laughs> it's very slow. I movie. mean, you're suggesting it, so... But, um, there's this movie called Ghost Story. Okay. It stars like, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. And it's, it's, it's basically the same premise as Ghost. Where, like, this guy dies while he's in this relationship with this woman where, like, they just bought a house together. And, uh, like, it's very low budget. But it, and it's low budget to the point where it's, like, almost kind of funny. Where, uh, she, uh, like, when, um, Casey Affleck is portraying himself as a ghost, he, um, is basically wearing a bed sheet. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, like, when he has a chance to go back, like, to quote-unquote go to heaven, he, um, decides that he's gonna go and, uh, go back to their house and, like, pretty much stalk his girlfriend or wife or whatever at the time. And it's, it's very, it's a very slow-moving, quiet ghost. Where, like, even he, he can't even move anything. He can only watch and observe things that are happening around him. And so, like, he witnesses his entire girlfriend's grief, even when she leaves the house to where, like, he can't follow her because he's stuck in the house. And then, like, starts following families after they move in. And it's, I don't know, like, I like the idea of, like, try, of, like, Sticking around after death as almost kind of like a trap. Like there's like a scene in there where like he meets another ghost, and like they communicate back and forth to where the other ghost is. Where like Casey Affleck ghost is like, so why are you still here? And the other ghost is like, I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like fun things like that where it's it's like fun things like that where it's like I I, I wish like there was like a there was like, a price for like. Avoiding going to quote unquote heaven. Sure. Like, like sticking around here has a price to it. That's what I kind of wanted out of the movie, movie the most was just an idea of like, okay, so he avoided going to the afterlife. What price is he going to pay for doing that? And there were scenes in this where like it almost kind of felt like that was going to happen where like True. him yeah. intervening almost led to like like, Adame and his girlfriend being shot. Killed, yeah. And, like, 
I wanted them to like uh like stress those scenes more where I was like shit like sure. the fact that he stuck around almost fucked over almost fucked over people that he loves or even people that had no right to be involved in the situation at all. Yeah. But instead it just turns into nope, you made the right decision. He was a good guy. He beat the bad guy, they all live happy happily ever after. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that was the one movie that came to mind when I was watching a ghost story. But cool. I probably won't watch you, it. You, you'll probably hate it. I probably won't watch you it. Probably, you and Troy both I, would probably fucking hate it. But I appreciate you bringing it there's up. Legit, um, there's a scene in there where Rooney Mara eats an entire pie. And Why? They show, they show the entire thing. Why? They show it for... It takes her like fucking five minutes to eat this whole pie by herself. What the fuck they show for? the whole thing. God damn it. <laughs> Just show me that scene, okay? <laughs> And I'll determine if I want to fucking waste my time on this shit. <laughs> but yeah, no. So if we want to get into final grades for Ghost, we can start, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'll start, if that's okay. Well, do you want me to start? Because probably have more of an idea of what I'm thinking. Well, I'll start because then I got to piss. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'll start. I'm going to pee Go ahead. and come back. Come back the and yell at me for yes. the terrible... I come back and yell at you for a terrible fucking... Terrible judgment I made. You got... You figured me out already. Uh, so... I've seen this before, parts yeah. of it. Yeah. Never the whole way through. Okay. Uh, I was excited to watch it because okay. I know it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah. The fucking heartthrob of the 80s, right? <laughs> Outsiders, Dirty Dancing, yeah. Ghost, you name it. Um, Pat, wasn't Dirty Dancing Kevin Bacon? No, Patrick Swayze. Oh, shit. I'm thinking of... Um, shit, what was I thinking Footloose. of? Footloose. Footloose, that's right. Yeah. Why do I know more about this than you? God. Is it oh. that fucking beer? It's the beer. God, I think I'm at number six. God damn it. I'm looking at you. There's two Buckies in front of me right now. Hello, hello. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck on? Where are you? Um, <laughs> so, um, I watched it. I'll tell you. Okay. So, we recorded before this, and I'm giving away some secrets here. Okay. We recorded Jigsaw right before this. Yeah. Last night, I watched Jigsaw followed by Ghost. Okay. Back to back. All right. Um, and, man, it's a lot of watching. But uh, I've been busy lately. But I, it fucking hooked me. All right. I wasn't, I never fell asleep. It was like 11.15 when I finished it. Yeah. I was tired as fuck, but I, I liked it. It kept me. Even Hoopy kept me. Hoopy? Hoopy. Even Hoopy? Even Hoopy kept me. Um... <laughs> I will say after talking with you about it, I do think that Patrick Swayze could have had some more emotion. Uh, yeah. I think he's, I think he's very relying on his looks. Yeah. And less and I don't on. Think he's a bad actor, like, but I think when he acts, he depends a lot on his co-stars too. Yes. And in a movie where like he can't depend on his co-stars, I think it really shows. Because his character is alone. Yeah. Um. I do see that. And I think that does affect how I view the movie probably now, which yeah. is weird as that sounds. <laughs> um, but I do think it's a classic. Yeah. I do think that it's a great movie. Um, I was tearing up at the end when he goes up to heaven. I wanted to so bad. Dude, I was. I'm a fucking softie. Call it my to. personal life, but I'm a fucking softie, okay? <laughs> You fucking dick. And I wanted to. Go ahead. No. Cry, damn it. I can't cry. Cry, Joel. I can't. Cry. 
Um, B plus. B plus. All right. B plus. Not an A. Not an A minus. All right. B plus. I have to pee. I'll be right back. All right. Cole's gonna go pee, and then I'm gonna get my review, and then he's gonna berate me for what I say coming up. Um. So, for Ghost, I went to this. Like, I didn't pick it because I was gonna. I wanted to hate on it. I legit had no idea what to expect going into this movie. And um, I just, maybe I should have learned my lesson with uh, Rebel Without a Cause, but I think I went in with a mindset that they would be as deep as like movies that I've seen recently. And uh, I think that's what kind of shot in the foot for me, is that I wanted, I wanted Patrick Swayze's Sam Wheat to be more dimensional and maybe be more uh to wear more more of his emotion on his sleeve as the movie went on but i don't think i just don't think patrick swayze like maybe not good enough to show that and it it pains me to say because i think patrick swayze is a good actor but i just think maybe like i said before patrick swayze is a good actor when it comes to playing off other people even down to where it's like when he turns into a ghost, he can't take his shirt off and do fucking sexy ass shit where he's rubbing mud on himself with Demi Moore because he's a ghost and he has to be stuck in the same clothes he's wearing the whole fucking time. That maroon button up shirt <laughs> the entire fucking movie. But um, yeah, I, it's just I wanted to like. Sam Wheat more than I did, and I don't think Patrick Swayze gave me the opportunity to, to where everyone else around him, even the main villain, fucking Tony Goldwyn, seemed way more interesting than him, and even down to where, like, when Sam Wheat's sitting in the corner mocking him, it made me feel more for Tony Goldwyn than him. <laughs> like, I don't know why, it's just, I don't know, it just, I have a lot of conflicting feelings about this movie, and, um... I, I just wanted the love story to work more. I wanted Patrick Swayze to work more. I I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch this again. I'm gonna give it like oh a God. like a probably a middle of the road C. Yeah, I just I just didn't like it. Wow. I wanted to like it more. I I appreciate it for what it is. Like the the cultural touchstones that are in this movie. I I don't think you do. I appreciate and I accept them. But the story as a whole, I think it's pretty fucking bare bones, and it is very cut and dry. I don't think there's anything real, really uh, remarkable about like the entire story as a whole. Okay. So yeah, middle of the very middle of the road C. Oh, I'm not God, gonna I go, feel like you're closer go, to a C minus. I'm not gonna go D. I won't, I won't go C minus. I there are points moments in this movie that I do like and there are characters that I do like I just think that they don't they don't um, stick with them as much as I wanted them to they just keep going back to Sam Wheat which I think is a super boring character I'm not going to disagree <laughs> so there you go C, B plus and an A minus Troy is going to not talk to me next <laughs> no he's not <laughs> So, uh, outside of Ghost, Cole, what have you been watching? Um, God, I tell you what. 
my professional career is crazy right now. All right. Um, I am in charge of student council, which is near Valentine's Day, so we're selling a lot of carnations. Ooh. Yep. Big sale coming Who's up. Who's dating on... who? Who's dating who? Oh, I can give you all the scoop on the middle schoolers, let me tell you. I know all the hot deets on the middle school kids. The hot deets. The hot deets. Um, so uh, between student council advisor, we have the middle school play, which I'm co-directing coming up. Who was the play? Uh, Law and Order Nursery Rhyme Unit. Holy sh! Somebody <laughs> killed Humpty Dumpty, and baby, we gotta figure out. Um, that's no starting. Spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. That's starting next week. Um, that'll take up four nights of my week every week until April, and then also we have a Scholastic Bowl, Quiz Bowl, Academic Bowl, whatever you call it in your God part damn. of the country. I am the head coach of Quiz Bowl, and that Holy starts shit. next week as well. Yeah. Um, so my life has been crazy, and it's only going to get crazier. Yeah. I want to finish Peacemaker. Um, I've watched nothing extra. It's like I have, I think I've been home for three hours in the past eight days. Yeah. Um, so no, nothing extra. I want to, but I can't yet. All right. All Bucky, right. have you been up to anything? Uh, me and Molly watched quite a few things this past week. Um. We watched the now Oscar-nominated movie Nightmare Alley, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Um, it's basically like, for those that don't know, it's basically Bradley Cooper plays this guy that has like a pretty rough past that gets involved with like the carnival okay. life, and shit just kind of spirals from there, but... I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it, but holy fuck, is it way too fucking long? Oh, it's two and a half hours long. Oh, that's too long. And, and unless like, you're a Marvel movie, for for some for some movies, I'll be like, okay, I can understand why it was two and a half hours. There are little scenes where it's like I could legit pull this out and be like, you can get the fuck rid of that, and <laughs> you could make this an hour and a half long movie. Fair enough. And. Uh, even with how it ends too, I was like, like the whole time, the whole time I'm watching the movie, where it's like, okay, there's a reason why they're doing this. There's a reason why they're doing this. Okay, I get why it's this long. Sure. By the end, I'm like, nope. You could have cut all this fucking shit, and it could have been a way shorter, better movie. And it's just for that alone, it's frustrating. But it, it, it at the end of the day, watching it, it's still really good. Even how it ends, I thought it was it was a really well done flick. Okay. But god damn, nice. it's so fucking long. Just a long it's fucking just, movie. It's just too fucking long. And um, me and Molly watched the first two episodes of Murderville. Oh, Shaw uh, was talking about Chaw, this. Yeah, Shaw brought that up earlier. Um, do you know what Murderville is, Cole? I don't, but Shaw's been trying to get me to watch it. So, um, Will Arnett plays a guy who is a, de- a police detective. Okay. And every episode, he brings on a new... Celebrity guest partner who has no idea what the script is. So they play out the scenario where there's a murder and they interview three suspects. All done an, an improv on the person that, that shows up. That's the celebrity guest um, detective. And, and at the end of the show, that celebrity guest detective has to determine who the murderer was. Okay. Every show? Yeah. All right. So, like they do, there's so every show is that, that same format. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the, like the first episode is Conan O'Brien. They, do, they have an episode with him. They have like a fun 
they have like a fun bit where they keep they keep making him eat hot sauce. Okay. <laughs> and then they have a they have Marshawn Lynch is on one episode. They have Ken Jeong's on one episode. Sharon Stone's on one episode. So they they so it's basically like everyone is playing a part around you, and you're the only person that has no idea what's going on. All right. Kind of episode, kind of a show. It's really fun for the first two that me and Molly watched. Cool. Like we, we it's watched, on Hulu? It's on Netflix. Netflix, okay. We've only watched the Conan O'Brien and the Marshawn Lynch episode so far. <laughs> I'm a big Conan fan. Yeah, so Conan O'Brien's is fun. There's like one where like he has to explain what death is to like a child, and he just pulls no punches. <laughs> He's just like, she's dead. She is gone forever. <laughs> it's so good. And um, oh, there's something else that we watched. Too. Oh, we watched the... Uh, the first episode of a show on HBO Max called Station Eleven. It's based on a book where, uh, very apropos to these times, a bunch of people die of a flu, and uh, it's, sure. it's a post-apocalyptic time where you're following like a theater troupe where they travel through like a post-apocalyptic U.S. Mm-hmm. like doing like Shakespeare plays. Okay. So it's we've only Interesting. watched we've only watched the first episode where they haven't really gotten into like the uh, the traveling theater troupe part of it, but the first episode's really good. Okay. So me and Molly are on board for the Station Eleven, and cool. that's, that's all we really watched so far. All right, that sounds interesting though. I really want to check out Murderville. Murderville, yeah, it was especially the Conan O'Brien episode was fun. Like the even the, the Marshawn Lynch one where it's like he's a football player. Like even Molly was like, ah, I just feel kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like it feels like he's trying way too hard to be funny at certain points. Okay. But yeah, it's 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 a fun show. Like we're probably gonna go through and watch the rest of them, but it's it's a fun show. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, so Cole, if anyone wants to reach you, well, let me tell you something, you. Bucky. You can find me at Coach Havens. On Twitter, on Instagram, on MySpace, on LinkedIn, on Plenty of Fish, on Tinder, on Facebook, on Wordle. Is that your name on all of them? All of them. <laughs> Wordle's not even a social... It doesn't matter. Find me there. Find me. Bucky, where can they find you? I broke double digits on uh, three for Wordle so far, so fuck you. Fuck! You're a That's piece nice. of shit. Three tries. I got I got double digits. I hate you. I scored ten today, bitch. Fuck I you. hate you. Uh, guys, if you want to talk to me about my fucking Wordle scores, you can find me at Bucky for on Twitter. You can find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Also, email us. What are your uh, What are your, We don't even have a top five yet. We'll figure. I it out. know. You know who sent me some top fives? Who? Chair Bear. All right. Can I read them? Right now. All right now, just at the very end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. What the fuck? All right, Jerry Bear sent me some top fives. You know what? I want you guys to tell me which top five should we do. Lay them out. Here we go. Top five eggs. No. No. Top five children's movies. Oh. Getting somewhere. Okay. We could tweak that and be good with that. Ooh, yeah. Top five sodas? Top five nostalgic films. Oh, nostalgic films. Yeah. Like okay. You grew up with. All right. Listen to these guys and give us your thoughts. Yeah. What was it? What was the one after that? Top, one? top five sodas. Yeah. No. 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 Um, no. Top five gums. Oh yeah. 
I don't even chew gum anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Jer Bear. And top five injuries? <laughs> what? I mean, I sprained my ankle really bad one time. That was a... Like, hey, I fractured my collarbone falling off of a fucking roof when I was in eighth grade. And that one time I kicked your head in a windowsill. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that was a good time. We almost lost your eye. Oh, also, Jerry said, hoping Cozy comes back this week would be great if he had a year here. Whoa. Cozy's still missing. Guys, you got to put out that Connor Hopkins wanted <laughs> sign. Where... Oh, where, oh, where has my cozy Jack gone? We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll be back in, in actual Studio A where he can find us next week. God. I'm, I'm worried. I'm getting real worried. Maybe we'll be here again. Maybe this is our new studio. <laughs> well, someone send him the address because he might not be able to find us. I mean, free beer. You can't go wrong. Highway 20, guys. You if can't go wrong. If you're passing you through. You can't go wrong. If you're passing through. Well, since Troy's not here, Cole, do you yes. have a back from the deaduary pick? I have I do. Oh shit. Okay. Now I need you to tell me if this has been done before. Okay. Okay. If it has, I have a backup. Okay, good. Okay, alright. What if the backup's also been done? Then I'm fucked. Okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. My first back from the deaduary. Yeah. Perhaps a local film? Local film? This is Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. We did Field of Dreams. Okay, never mind. <laughs> That's why I had a backup. My backup, and I think I mentioned this from the day one when he said Back from the Deaduary. All right. One of my fucking favorites. Yeah. As a fucking kid. Okay. Fred Gwynn, motherfucker. Whoa. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. I fucking can't. Wait to watch. Oh shit. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, guys. These cats are coming back. <laughs> and Fred Gwynn's gonna get fucking eaten alive. Holy shit. Pet Cemetery next yes. week. We're going horror. We're going back to horror. Stephen King. Sam is gonna fucking rock a chub for this I, for this horror. Dude, I fucking can't wait to watch. It's been probably 20 years since I've watched Pet Cemetery. I've never seen the original Pet Cemetery. Oh! I watched, out of, off a whim, I watched the, the Pet Cemetery remake they did. Oh. And no. I'm really, I'm really curious to... There's to, a Pet Cemetery 2 out there, too. There is. There is. There is. And but I'm, the original. I'm really curious to compare that to the, uh, to the original Pet Cemetery, which we're doing next week i'm pumped i'm pumped for pet cemetery dude pet cemetery man holy shit i can't fucking wait what a good back from the dead you wear (laughs) yes so there you go pet cemetery for next week guys so get ready bury your pets (laughs) and hope they come back to life yeah but there until then guys i'm uh jt3k i am coach havens Jesus, that was a long pause. And I until know. then, guys, <laughs> we are off. Ah! Are you counting?